What's up, everyone? Welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Isaiah Copan. It's March 5, 2021, and this is Lift and Learn, episode 25. In this episode, I'll be breaking down how often you should work out, and if you should do HIT, that's high-intensity interval training when it comes to losing weight. Before that, though, I'll talk a bit about what I've been up to lately, and that might include fitness-related topics, and it might not. If you want to follow me, your host, on Instagram, it's isaiah.copon, and you can also check out my website, isaiahcopon.com. The podcast is on Instagram, at Lift and Learn Podcast, on Twitter, at Lift and Learn Pod, and also on Facebook. You can just search Lift and Learn Podcast. With that being said, let's get into it. Alright, how was your week, everyone? I hope it was amazing. I just witnessed the Blackhawks absolutely blow it against the defending champs. So their goalie, Andre Vasilevsky, had a three-game shutout going into this game, over 200 minutes in net without allowing a goal. Well, he allowed a few tonight, but they did end up winning 3-2 in overtime. It was literally at the buzzer in overtime. Wow, I've never seen a buzzer-beater goal before. Honestly, the first two periods of this game were probably the best the Blackhawks played all year. But then in the third, I guess they were gassed out at that point and ended up losing at the buzzer in overtime. Damn it! Also, Patrick Kane scored his 400th goal earlier this week. What a beauty goal that was too with some toe drag sauce. One more team to talk about, the Raptors, who got hit with COVID this week. I think they postponed a few games this week, and then when they did play the last two nights, they were missing seven players and staff members or something the last time I checked. Obviously, they lost both of those games with so many players out. Back to rough times when it comes to watching the Raptors, but whatever, we got the championship already, so I can't even be mad. And on to my training for this week, and it was another decent week for me. The squats are still a struggle at right around 300 pounds. And I actually went back to conventional deadlift again this week. And wow, was my lower back sore after that session. I played around with only three plates on the bar, but doing a double overhand grip, and that was actually pretty heavy. But wow, it actually amazes me how much more I hit my back doing conventional deadlifts over any other exercise and sumo deadlift doesn't even come close. Bench-wise, I managed to touch 285 this week and got that up for a few reps, so I'm still slowly adding strength in that aspect, which is awesome. Besides that though, I had a pretty normal training week. I did manage to see someone at the gym do some funky exercise. I don't even know how to explain this one. Okay, so this guy had an exercise ball. Uh, the big ones that you could just sit on. So this guy had one of those and brought it to the cables. And this cable machine is just a cable machine, like the ones that have the arms where you can adjust the height and stuff. Okay, so he put the ball in the middle and he was lying down on the ball. But he like balanced himself while holding the handles, basically, and he was upside down at this point, And he proceeded to do like cable rows or something. I'm not even kidding, he was basically upside down on the ball with his feet in the air, doing rows on the cables. It was the craziest thing I've ever seen. 
Something you definitely see on those gym fail videos. And on to gaming. If you have a PlayStation, this one's for you. It's now March all of a sudden, and Sony released their free games of the month if you're a Plus subscriber. What a month it is this time around. Final Fantasy VII Remake is now free. That's crazy to me. Has it even been a year since the game came out? That was one of the best games I ever played, and... No, I'm not biased because I love the Final Fantasy series or anything. No, no, nothing like that. But anyways, if you haven't played it, then go try it because that was a pretty good game that came out last year. Sony also had their state of play last week and they announced an update coming to FF7 Remake coming in June, so that's a few months away. The graphics will be updated for the PS5, so I think that's 4K 60, so 4K resolution 60 FPS. And they're introducing Yuffie, who was kind of one of the hidden characters in the original game, along with some other dude who I'd never even heard of named Sonon or something. He looks a bit like Sid, since his weapon of choice I think it looked like a staff from what I remember watching that footage. So the June update to the game will also bring a new chapter to the game, and it's going to be free for PS5 owners, which is great, because I love free things. One of the only things I'm looking forward to when I go back home is running that game back again, and I still have to get that Platinum Trophy. And one last thing about games, since Pokemon had their own little 20 minute announcement last week too, they're going to be remaking Pokemon Diamond and Pearl, and that'll come out on the Switch later this year. But they also finally announced what the fans have been waiting for for so long. So their game for 2022 will be called Pokemon Legends Arceus. So it's going to be taking place in the Sinnoh region and will finally be an open world game. At least that's what it looks like. They barely showed anything, but it'll be their next gen Pokemon game. I doubt anyone listening to this actually watched the reveal of this, but it was pretty mediocre. I know it's still in early development, but Jesus... I don't even, I can't even, how do I even explain this? Even in their own teaser of the game, the world didn't look great at all. The trees looked like cardboard, and there was even some flying Pokemon in it, and the FPS was just horrible. It literally looked like a flipbook or something. Honestly, I'm probably still going to get it, but I'm prepared to be underwhelmed by it. As long as it's open world, though, it should be a decent amount of fun regardless. Even the 2D games are still fun to me for some reason. Pokemon Snap is also coming out pretty soon, but I'm on the fence about getting that one still, but it does look cute, not gonna lie. Question 1. How often should you work out? This is another one of those questions that really just depends on who you are. There really is no right answer here. So first, let me talk about how my own training began when I started college. Alright, so some background about me. Okay, so when I first started working out, I went five times a week right away. And just to put a disclaimer here, I don't advise most people to do this, not even my own clients. For me though, that worked. And that's probably due to a bunch of reasons. So, A, for the majority of my life, since even before high school, I've always been active. 
In elementary school, I started playing baseball, and I did that until I was around 17 years old. I played basketball for a few years at the same time, and even played some volleyball, but that was just for school teams or whatever, so it was nothing serious. I played AAA baseball in high school, and in Canada, trust me, the field isn't really that competitive, and I was nowhere near turning pro or anything, but we still trained pretty hard for 10 months out of the year. We'd have training during the winter to get ready for the season in the summer. So after the age of 8 or 9 or something like that, I was already pretty active in multiple sports. And B, when I did start training or lifting weights in college, I didn't have anything else to do. I had a part-time job where I worked twice a week and had schoolwork, but that's about it. Also, the gym I had access to was at school, so... Anytime there was any break in my class schedule, I could just walk to the gym, which was no more than a five minute walk away. And let me toss in another reason in there. So C, I was a pretty hyper kid, so that probably works in my favor. So for me, I've pretty much always been active, so getting into working out for me just felt like something I needed in my life, since that's the way my life's been for a good majority of my life. So dedicating my time to doing something active was easy for me. This is why this whole topic really just depends a whole lot on what you've done in your past when it comes to being active or your past history with training as opposed to me just telling you to work out however many days of the week. So me, as an early trainer, I didn't know this at all. I just figured for most people to just go every day. I mean, you might as well just go every day you can, and you should get the fastest results. That makes sense, right? In reality, this is completely the wrong idea, because most people don't have that motivation. And that's perfectly okay. As a personal trainer, people usually come to me because they're lacking that motivation and drive to exercise, or just move around in general. So most people that I've trained don't really have that same passion compared to someone like me, and that's fine. That's about 95% of people out there, really. Most people have these bad habits and see working out as a chore, and that's why I always say it's a lot better to start off slowly when you're getting into any kind of exercise. So let's get into actually answering this question on how many times you should work out. Well, a good idea for beginners is to work out three times weekly, if you want a pure blanket statement. But, if you've been doing nothing or just getting into it, then two, and even just one session will be fine because it's better than nothing. It's a place to start. That one workout, depending on what you do, could have you sore for a few days, so you'll need a few days to recover. And if you're looking at your progress when it comes to workout frequency, for example, that could look better than last week since you might not have even worked out at all last week. Working out even just once a week is going to be beneficial if you're doing the right things. Ideally, you'd want to get to a point where you're working out two to five times a week depending on your fitness level and time availability. Maybe you're busy, let's say you're a police officer or something like that. And I'll use that as an example because I remember my buddy who's a police officer, he told me that he worked four days for 18 hours, so 18 hour shifts. And then after that he has four days off or something crazy like that. 
That might mean he focuses on other things when he has work, like just sleeping so that he can function during the day, or maybe a tiny bit of mobility work. And then during those off days is when he could do actual weight training. Obviously, it wouldn't be ideal for him to work out real hard on those days where he works for 18 hours. It just doesn't really make any sense. That's why it really depends on what your lifestyle is. When it comes to workout frequency or how often you should work out, a good question to ask yourself would be, what can you commit to in the long run? If you're just starting out, you might be really motivated, so you tell yourself, yeah, I can work out every day this week. So then you work out for the first two days and then realize that you're so sore and you basically just get turned off from working out for the rest of the week because you're so sore and hate your life at that point because you start to think about if it's even worth it. Again, the majority of people in this situation will end up realizing that it's not sustainable for them, so that's why I always tell people and my clients to just focus on something realistic like two or three times weekly to start. Now, you can still be and you should be active on those off days, but it doesn't necessarily need to be in the gym working out or resistance training. You just need to find something or some kind of schedule that works for you. So again, when it comes to how often you should work out, I do think that the more correct answer is to just strive to do more than what you're currently doing. This is why comparing yourself to only yourself is such a big key in all of this, which is something I talked about more in depth in episode 18. Just do more than you're doing now. Whatever works with your schedule is how often you should be working out. Try to figure out how much time you can dedicate to yourself. If you're just starting out, don't tell yourself you're just going to go five times weekly right away because you likely won't stick with it. Also, if you're going to go into the gym and you're going to work out for the first time, it's not going to be a good idea to just go as hard as you can. I'm just going to save you some time right now. You're likely going to be sore for your first few days or weeks, or maybe even the first few months in the gym, especially if you've been inactive for a few months or however long it's been. At that point, pretty much any kind of workout will likely leave you sore for a few days, so... Just take it easy and ease yourself into it. I could, of course, just say to work out three to five times a week right now for the rest of your life if you want to stay in shape, but in reality, these guidelines and cookie cutter suggestions don't work for most people. That's why I keep saying to just start slowly and go from there. If that means starting out just being what some people call a weekend warrior, working out maybe twice a week, then try that at first. That'll be hugely beneficial for someone who doesn't work out at all. After a few months, maybe that means increasing intensity on those two days of working out, maybe just doing slightly more, or maybe that means adding another day within the week, or just doing something at home if you don't want to trek to the gym. So, alright, so uh, when you're starting out, just to try to get into the groove and try to develop this new habit of exercise... Work out maybe once or twice a week to start. Maybe that will get you motivated enough to stick to it for a long time. So I'd say stick to that for a few months before adding another day. Eventually you'll have to work up to getting proper volume per week. And you'll have to also make sure your programming matches your goals. 
So as you get more advanced, you can start to incorporate maybe more exercises in your routines or start to slowly add more exercise days throughout the week. After a few months or so, it would be a good idea to exercise three to five times a week. But again, that depends on your goals. If you want to run a triathlon, for example, then obviously you should dedicate days towards practicing those movements. So that's running, biking, and swimming, as opposed to focusing all of your time on resistance training. Alright, let me wrap things up now. So, okay, so how often should you work out? Just do more than what you're currently doing. That could mean starting out working out just once or twice a week, and that'll be fine. Of course, focus on compound movements in your routines if you're looking to build strength and burn body fat. There's absolutely no need to rush into working out every single day as hard as you can because that'll actually be a tough path to go down and will be pretty hard to sustain or keep up for the rest of your life. That being said, you could still be active and do something every day, especially if you're stuck at home. That could just mean doing simple things like going for walks outside, some stretching, some mobility work. That could alleviate any pains you might be feeling throughout your body and could uplift you and your mood as well, along with a ton of other benefits. Question 2. Should you do HIIT cardio to lose weight? So, first off, there are countless ways to lose weight and... Studies do show that doing resistance training along with some kind of cardio will make this process a lot easier, a lot faster, and it'll be much more beneficial to your overall health if you do both together. So when it comes to what kind of cardio should you do or which one's better, well, that answer is a little bit more complicated. You'll be able to lose weight using either HIT cardio, which stands for high intensity interval training, or LIST cardio, which is low intensity steady state cardio sessions. So those acronyms, HIT and LIST, is something to remember and will probably come up a few more times in the next few minutes. So HIT cardio, it does have its benefits, but do you need to do it if you want to lose weight? No, it's not necessary. If you want to do HIT to lose weight, it's a great way to. If you don't want to, then you don't have to. It's not a must when it comes to losing weight. Personally, I don't enjoy HIT to lose weight. I prefer LIS. And that's because LIS cardio, like I said earlier, is low intensity steady state cardio, which means you can just do easier tasks like walking around in the neighborhood. But then again, if I'm getting a workout in between clients, I might have to do HIT on some days of the week. I just don't prefer it. For me, I like to be on the Stairmaster watching videos or listening to other podcasts, and I'd rather do that for 30 to 60 minutes as opposed to 5 to 10 minutes of HIIT cardio. When I do my low intensity cardio, that's usually one of the only times where I just get to relax and watch YouTube or something. So getting back to the question I got was if you should do HIIT cardio to lose weight. Like I said, it's not necessary, but it does have its benefits, so let's dive into what those are. Off the bat, since I touched on it already, is when we're talking about time. So in case you're unfamiliar with HIIT or high-intensity cardio, an example of doing this type of cardio is something like, let's say you're doing it on a treadmill, for example. 
So you'll run for 30 seconds or sprint for 30 seconds and then walk for a minute and then again sprint for 30 seconds and then walk for a minute and you just basically repeat that over and over. And this could go on for something like 10 minutes or whatever. Now that's just a simple example. Of course those intervals could vary and the length could vary but basically you're doing bouts of high intensity with minimal rest in between intervals. So let's say you're running for 30 seconds and then walking for a minute and you repeat that minute and a half for 9 minutes. So that would be 6 rounds. So this actually saves you time because of those high intensity intervals where you're running. If you were to compare the calorie burn of this hit session as opposed to simply just walking for the same 9 minutes, then obviously you're going to burn more calories during a hit session. So if you're chasing a calorie burn number, then you're going to save time by doing these kind of sessions. This is why I said earlier that when I'm pressed for time, I'll do hit because you can just get those burned calories in quicker since it'll save you time. You'll burn more calories in a hit session over a less one if you just take time into account. Alright, so another benefit that hit could give you as opposed to less cardio will actually be the way it affects your muscles. Hit sessions have been said to maintain more of your muscle as opposed to doing low intensity sessions and studies have shown this actually. And that makes sense because when you're doing hit cardio you're actually pushing your body a lot harder than when you're doing a slower cardio session. Of course this will actually help you burn more body fat along with keeping on more muscle too. Now this happens because with hit cardio you might be doing something like sprinting for 30 seconds and then spending a minute walking or relaxing. And if you're sprinting or pushing your body to more of a limit then you're going to be stimulating and telling your muscles to work harder. I mean this is pretty obvious if you look at 100 meter sprinters or shorter distance sprinters compared to the long distance runners. Those sprinters have massive quads and way more muscle mass as opposed to the long distance runners who are, they're usually pretty lean because their bodies have just shaped themselves to be so much more efficient so that they're able to run those long distances. So all that being said, should everyone do HIIT cardio to lose weight? No. Most people out there should honestly just focus on doing the slower version of cardio. And that's because HIIT cardio is going to impact your joints a lot more and most people aren't ready for that kind of intensity. Usually the people who ask me if they should do HIIT cardio, they're pretty untrained and just want to try it because they heard on the news about all of these benefits or their favorite Instagram fitness model does this kind of cardio. Now there are risks to doing HIIT cardio, especially if you're not prepared or if you're not a trained individual, so I don't really recommend it for most people. On the flip side, if you're someone who has been training for a few months consistently, then this could be something to look into. But again, it's not something that you should do every single day because you might not be able to recover quick enough. So do HIT if you're able to and if you want to and enjoy it. If you don't want to do HIT, it's not needed to help you lose weight. But it could potentially save time and could lead to a bit more muscle gain. Or it could help you keep on more muscle if your plan is to lose weight as long as your programming and diet is proper. And like I said earlier, HIT impacts your joints a lot more 
So if you're an overweight individual, then this could be dangerous. When it comes to weight loss, the bottom line is consistency is going to be the key. HIT could help you lose weight, but so could less cardio. It doesn't really matter. If you're capable of doing HIT, just do whichever kind of cardio you enjoy more. For me, honestly, I prefer less cardio over anything, and most of my clients who are older than 40 prefer that as well, simply because it's a little bit easier, and it's going to be easier for your joints as well. I'm not saying that HIT is bad, but it requires more effort. That extra effort, though, does come with the benefit of saving you time and could help you keep on more muscle. Personally, I still do HIT at times because I have a track across my home where I can do sprints if I feel like, but I'm not one of those guys in the gym who are going to sprint on the treadmill for 10 minutes or whatever. So whatever method you choose to lose weight, just do one consistently along with a good diet because remember, you can't out-train a bad diet. If you do both of those things, then you should be able to burn whatever body fat you're trying to. And that concludes episode 25 of the podcast. Thank you for listening. If you really enjoyed the episode or my podcast as a whole, then please leave a review and comment on iTunes or whatever your choice of podcast platform is. Also, if you haven't already, you should hit that subscribe button because I'll be releasing episodes every Friday. If you want to follow me, your host, I'm Isaiah.Copon on Instagram. And you can also check out my website, IsaiahCopon.com. If you want to follow the podcast, you can check out at Lift and Learn Podcast on Instagram. And there's also a Facebook page if you just search Lift and Learn Podcast. Again, thanks for listening. And be sure to tune in next week with another episode where I'll be talking about drinking coffee for pre-workout and getting outside to feel good and how beneficial that can be.